0: episode 12 of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. I am Jim Rome. He is the Big Head James Kelly. And we are pushing this F out a day early so we can get it in before the Thanksgiving Day action and jam copious amounts of grub and adult beverages right down our esophagi just like the rest of you. Mm. Head, what's cracking? How you living?
1: Living nice, Jim. Life is great. Looking forward to the booze and food that you just mentioned. So uh, let's get after this football stuff first, huh?
0: Dude, what? We, I will, but what's your uh, poison on Thanksgiving Day? Uh,
1: Best mashed potato gravy. Easy. Poison, dude.
0: Your booze. Your dope oh, beverage. Ah, bo-
1: oh, man. Beer. Just whatever kind of beer they got around. All beer. No All? hard stuff. N- really? Nope, no. No hard stuff. Just Fair. just a lot Smart. of beer. Because no right. Friday work, so there you go.
0: I got you. So, like, kind of a weird week in the sense that we have a routine and we bumped it up a day. I'm not setting it up as any kind of excuse. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's a little bit weird. Does it impact your so-called system at all?
1: It sure does, but earlier this year, same thing happened, and we had one of our better weeks. So, let's see if we could do it again.
0: Okay, listen, I mean, you know how this goes. We have to get to it before they start crying and say, quote, we don't give a damn about all that podcast stuff. Just give us the picks. No names mentioned. Mike in Jacksonville. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, Mikey, here you go. Listen, let's hit a couple of the Thanksgiving games, starting with the Lions and the Bills. Dude, I cannot believe how hard you have been jocking the Lions of late, and mm-hmm. they're getting a huge number at home. What is that number, and are you still riding with them?
1: The number is 10, and yes, I'm going Detroit once again against Buffalo here at home. The big problem for the Lions, Jim, is I have no clue how they're going to stop the Bills passing attack. The Detroit secondary is garbage, and they're banged up as hell. Josh Allen might throw for 500 yards, but the Lions offense has scored points, and a good thing is they've scored about two touchdowns per game more at home than on the road. So I'm going to go with the Lions here. They need to keep running that football. The Bills became the first team this season to shut down Nick Chubb last week in Cleveland, but they gashed. uh, They were gashed three previous games for an average of 176 yards per game, so that's not good. Also, the Bills' D was dominant earlier this year, but only the Chargers in the AFC have given up more yardage over the last three games than their 395 yards per game average, so that's not good. The cover here could come down to the red zone D of the bills and detroit's offense the bills are the third best team down there but the lions are a top five red zone offense themselves against the spread the bills are six one and one in their last eight via team with a losing record but the lions have covered their last six november games under that maniac dan campbell let's take the 10 points
0: and detroit right here wow dude you love them now that is thick that is Mm -hmm. really thick some of that and there's another word aside from thick a word that experienced players such as myself use to describe analysis and data like that. You know what that Think word that, is? Data. What's that? Ah! Not just not I'm buying not. the lines here. I'm just not. I mean, yes, they play hard for Dan Cannibal. <laughs> Campbell. Like but Domer. And yes, Dahmer. And yeah, they have won. By the way, I, I'm not watching that shit. Neither am I. I'm, not, I'm just not watching that still. I'm anyway, lazy. they've won three in a row. And no, no one can take that from the Lions. But to be honest, I sure as hell would like to because I don't know how they're doing it. They've been outgained in all three games. Mm -hmm. They're garbage defensively. There's no one anywhere that is afraid of Jared Goff except for his own fans. And playing really hard is not going to beat the Bills. And It's not going to get you paid if you take the points. So I am not going to. The Bills won there last week. They are cleaning things up offensively. You said it yourself. Josh Allen could throw for 500 yards. They need to get back on path. Right. And Mm -hmm. not only do they need to win, they need to make a statement. And it says here they will. So you and I are already on opposite sides of this thing. One game in, there is our first disagreement. Okay. Okay. Cowboys put on an absolute beating on the Vikings last week, so much so that Jerry Jones' head was running around, running off the mouth like he just won the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, those paper tigers, the Mm G-men, just had the Lions come in and knock them the hell out in their own house. And if it sounds like I'm bitter, it's because I am. I knew that they would get exposed soon enough. I just did not think it would be by your Lions. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. Dallas is going to crush the Giants. So let's just go ahead with the formalities. What is the number and how are you playing it?
1: The number is Dallas minus nine and a half. I'm laying the points and going with the boys here. The Giants' best chance to cover is getting out of the blocks fast and posing that ground game with Saquon on Dallas. Dallas held Minnesota, though, to 73 yards last week on the ground, but their previous two games – they gave up an average of 223 yards per game on the ground and overall in the season, Dallas is 30th in team run stop win rate. Not good. That's weird. You really, yeah, why is that?
0: Because they're so good defensively. But Blow, you're right, you can good. run on them.
1: Yeah, up the middle, beef in that middle. They lack a little bit. They did pick up Jonathan and Hankins, but you know he hasn't been so, doing so too. Sorry much. to interrupt your yeah.
0: flow, dude. I know you're a, a big rhythm guy.
1: Yeah, anyways. More than the ground game to beat Dallas, do I think. Why
0: you always anyways me? Dude, I already told you last week that it's so disrespectful. I know. I, I because when you say anyways, it's like, what you're saying is like, yeah, whatever. How about I don't, I I don't care what you thought, just said. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Back to me. <laughs> back to you, dude.
1: <laughs> the ground why, game. Why is it always about you, dude? I know. Have you well, noticed it's that? It's much, always right. about you. That's what I, that. I hear a lot in my life. It's weird how that goes. Right, but, right. So... Anyways, ground game to beat Dallas also gonna. you need to have explosive plays in the passing game. The Giants don't have that. Wandale Robinson is now I'm sorry, is also out for the season with an injury. You're not. You're not injury. Sorry for
0: anything. That's one of the problems I have with you, dude. You're not sorry for anything. <laughs>
1: Also, you need to turn Dak over here, Jim, and outside of the Green Bay BS, he's been pretty damn good this season, actually. The Cowboys are top five in yards per play, yards per game, and they are scoring 28.8 points a game with him starting. He's also thrown for 20 touchdowns to three interceptions in his career against the Giants and has won nine straight against them. The Cowboys also have the best pressure rate in football, we know, but Dimes is pressured in NFL high 29.5% of the times he drops back that's not good ats both teams are great here seven and three on the season against the spread but it's a division game and no one dominates those like the cowboys do sorry jim no happy ending for the giants and your calabasas high alum darnay holmes here thankfully um we can't see that we don't need to see that kids will be eating turkey let's go dallas minus nine and a go half home,
0: smell you later. dude do you keep calabasas high out your mouth bro <laughs> Listen, you know, you're supposed to be what your record says you are, mm-hmm. but that's obviously not the case because they're both 7-3, and three, and the Cowboys are enormous favorites, and they should be. So you're not what your record says you are, at least as it relates to the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are going to beat them like the rented mules that they are when Saquon Barkley... <laughs> Hi, <Salvin. laughs> How do we know that's not a purchased mule versus a rented mule? That's just a phrase. I love it when Alvin can break out something new that I've heard
1: before. I don't think i heard that one.
0: Yeah, I know I haven't because that stopped me dead in my tracks. What I'm trying to say is they will beat them like the rented mules they are, Alvin, when Saquon Barkley does not get off. And the fact that this guy ever actually does speaks to what a stud he is. Because why wouldn't you just drop 11 in the box to stop him every single week? It's not Mm -hmm. like Daniel Dimes is ever going to do anything to hurt you throwing the ball, right? Mm -hmm. Moreover, the Lions, your Lions, who are horrible against the run, somehow erased Saquon last week. Simple but not easy. Limit this guy's damage, make dimes, make plays, and then watch that cowboy pass rush kill this dude. I mean, actually, maybe kill this dude. Like, this guy's life might actually be in danger. The Giants are banged up. We know this. Whoever is not already hurt probably will be hurt by the time this game is over, and then Jerry Jones will leave whatever left of his face. Yeah, whatever night spot he hits after the easy win.
2: 20% of me has been left on bourbon (laughs) strike.
0: Right. And I'm sure whatever's left of that face will be left of wherever he decides to go celebrate that. I'm with you. Cowboys, lay the points. Nice. All right. We are past the halfway point in this year's pro football regular season and whether you're still in the survivor pool, in the playoffs of your fantasy tournament or placing bets, you need up to date and accurate information that you know you can trust. This is why we're pumped for you to try the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for pro football, basketball and baseball. I use it. I love the Elias Game Plan The Elias Game Plan is an app from the most trusted name in sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau. You know that name. Statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues since 1913. What's a better brand than that? Knowing that, you can feel confident in your decisions this pro football season by downloading the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from three game plans when you subscribe. Weekly, monthly, or annual. But... I can get you 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. Just use my promo code BIGBETS25. Once again, BIGBETS25. Find the Elias Game Plan Sports Betting app in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code BIGBETS25. Now listen, you know I love the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. And you know that other than our dude Damian Pierce... Mm -hmm. You know, I think the Texans are pretty revolting. (laughs) The Dolphins are huge favorites here, Head. Of course, I mean, they're legitimate Super Bowl contenders Mm -hmm. coming out of a bye against the worst team in the NFL. If you told me they were three touchdown favorites, not only would I believe you, I would probably lay the points. What is the actual number, and then what are you doing with it?
1: Miami is a 13-point favorite at home. I'm laying the points here again, going Miami, of course. In the seven games Tua has completed, the Dolphins have won all seven games. They've scored 29.1 points per game that he has played there. They are also the most explosive passing offense in football. They're averaging an NFL best eight 8.6 yards per attempt Dude, through the air. A,
0: kind of, sorry to interrupt, but what isn't that amazing? Is? They are the most explosive offense in football when Tua was cracked so hard for being such a noodle, shredded. a
1: noodle arm. Yep, shredded. Play design a lot, but he's hitting the guys downfield, and that Tyreek guy helps a lot, right? He does. And it helps the Go fact that it. the Lions are the only team that gives up more pass, or more yards a game than this Texans defense does, so that's also a good thing. The biggest thing for Miami is the guy that who you just said, Damian Pierce. They need to shut that guy down. Washington did last week and dared Glennon Jr. to beat him, and of course he couldn't do it because he's ass. Let's hope Kyle Allen, who now they're going to start, Cereal word has ass. it over Glennon Jr., Let's hope he doesn't do the same thing. The biggest concern here, Jim, is Miami does not create turnovers at all on defense. Got to think that will bite them in the ass probably playoff time. They rank 28th in the NFL there, but against the spread, the Texans are 1-6 in, in their last seven following a double-digit loss, uh, digit home loss, meaning they don't respond worth a bleep. Let's go Miami and my guy Mike McDaniel minus 13 at home. I, I love
0: the way you just, like, like checked yourself with I a know. bleep. Like
1: well I that that was so responsible of you, Head. I'm growing up. I'm wow, growing dude. up. I'm, I'm gonna not,
0: bleep not them normally up. gratuitous either. You know, the thing is, and those numbers you just said, I've got some other numbers that contradict those numbers, which I'll get to in a minute, but mm-hmm. if not for Damian Pierce, the Texans might be the worst team ever. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. Free <laughs> Damian Pierce. Yes. Have we ever talked about one guy? on a horrible team, as much as we have this guy. Every single week, I feel like I've got to give this guy love before I give the Texans overall hate. It's almost like management is trying to tell this dude, yo, man, can you maybe, maybe not be so badass every single week? We're trying to lock up the number one pick here, and it's like he's going all less neat on management and saying, F them picks. F them picks. F them picks. (laughs) F them picks. Hey, number two, you you Mm -hmm. said something about Kyle Allen. Put that aside for a minute. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Davis Mills with his helmet off? Yes. Do you? Um, maybe you haven't. Do you know for a fact that that's not actually Mike Glennon inside of that helmet and under center? No, I don't. Okay, so do me yeah. a favor, Head. Mm-hmm. Get off your ass, mm-hmm. get to know. that game, and run a tape measure up dude's neck and confirm for me that that's not in fact the case. Get your ass to Moss. Oh. That that's not in fact RAF family member Glennon. Who was understanding who was. Yeah. Until Kyle Allen came around. <laughs> anyway, now th- last thing about the numbers. Th- this gambling game is really weird, dog. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Dolphins, to me, are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. And I think that the Texans are, to me, dog, legitimately horseshit. Mm-hmm. But the Dolphins are two and five in their last seven against the spread. And the Texans are actually two, two and one against the spread on the road this season. Mm hmm. Uh-oh. Head. Could I? Uh, Would I? Maybe. Hell no. Ooh. Miami. I'm going to lay the points, dog. <laughs> it's just a weird game, man. This gambling dog is a, is. game is weird, dog. Borderline erotic. All right. Old man Bacon45 is going to drag his tired old ass and his team to C-Town to take on the Browns. And I'm going to tell you one guy who will not be there to watch him. And what's left of Bacon's face. You know who that guy is? Who's that? Joe Noah. Do you know why I invoke his name? and Do you know why that is? Uh, why he know. wants nothing to do with that matchup? You know why? Uh, uh, I don't know why. Factories. It's all factories.
2: Yeah. factories. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. What's so good about Cleveland? It's all factories.
0: Dude, I love the city of Cleveland. I yes. do. And I hate what ownership has done to the fans there. Mm-hmm. And I hate what Joe Noah did to the fans back in the day. But holy shit, what a soundbite that is. Best that ever. Is. It's all factories. I mean, even if I don't agree with it or him, that's incredible. I guess what I'm getting at, Head, I will mm-hmm. do anything possible to talk about anything other than this actual matchup. <laughs> as an example, I'm old enough to know, and because I played tennis growing up, and I love that sport. But uh-huh. Joe Noah's old man, Yannick, was yeah. cool as shit, dude. Was he? So cool. Really? Do you even know who he is?
1: I did. I didn't remember him playing, but back in the day, I did. So cool. Great, great athlete.
0: One of the coolest dudes ever with a racket in his hand. Loved him. Now, me. Fun fact. Here comes a fun fact. Wait for it. Okay. Bjorn Borg was my dude growing up. Love that guy. Freaking love Bjorn Borg. (laughs) Loved him. So my idols, in no particular order growing up, Ron Say, Gail Goodrich, Terry Bradshaw, and Bjorn Borg. I know. A mixed lot. Fact. <laughs> Those were my idols. Now I don't even need to ask you your idol. Growing up, uh-huh. I already know who it is. Head. Who's that? Jameis Winston. Ooh, fair. Dude, yeah, you know that's your idol. It was him. then. It is now. I love him. All, <laughs> All right. I, I did whatever I could to not talk about the game, but shit. Let's get to the game. What's the okay. number? Who you got?
1: The Browns are three-point home dogs against Bacon, and the boys here I'll ride with Bacon and lay the three. Weakness v. weakness here, Jim, when Tampa has the ball with their run game against Cleveland's run defense. Get it, That's, Alvin. Yes, Alvin, hammer that, please. And Love also it. hammer this. It is our Wendy Williams play of the week. Gassy on both sides right there, Jim. But, but, the Bucks Don't, ha- don't
0: hammer that, Alvin. Don't you dare hammer that.
1: Boom, right there. Followed through with that. Here's the difference Do you though. you work
0: on that shit behind my back?
1: <laughs> no, I just threw it out there and bam, put it down.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd rather you say the word fuck ten times than even reference that one more time. <laughs> I mean, each week
1: though, it keeps coming up because it's a perfect because analogy you keep bringing it up, dude. Well, it's
0: not coming up; it just kind of comes up
1: because it's a perfect
0: it analogy of both of these just things. Just come up, you reference it and ass. you set Alvin up for it. It doesn't matter t- of time; she's not lonely. <gasps> Boom. Tampa Bay run. Apologize. Offense. You morons
1: yep. done? Yeah, we're done. Okay. so But I think right here, why I like the Bucks a little bit, they ran the ball better last week for 161 yards, and they averaged actually 5.7 yards per carry against Seattle. Sorry, two weeks ago they were off last week. They fed Rashad White the ball for once finally. The rookie got 22 carries, and plump Lenny got 15. Finally. I like that a lot. That's 2.6 yards more carry then, uh, per attempt than their season, season average up to that point. Also, Bacon can throw it this Sunday. They are top five in the league in passing, and the Browns have only three interceptions on a season here. He's <laughs> protecting the ball as good as ever. He's on pace to actually as well. match his career as, as well. well. Damn it, I knew I was going to do that. As well as ever. I need to write that down.
0: I, I'd bet, never mind money, I'd bet my life that you will never fix that.
1: I, I bet I won't either. I mean, hell, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty old right now. Anyways, and not this bright bright guy. At
0: all. Ba-
1: <laughs> fair. bacon is on pace. automatically
0: sound <laughs> Nora in possession of a regular uh, regulation sized head. No, none of that. Anyway continue
1: massive thing. Bacon protecting despicable. that football at a career pace here. Um, lowest percentage of balls being intercepted. He's at 05 percent of his passes attempted being intercepted. He's doing great there. The interesting thing on the other side of the ball, I expected this Tampa run D to be as dominant as they were in nineteen and twenty this year. <clears throat> they have not been. Yes, they have not been there. However, games that Akeem Hicks <clears throat> plays next to Vita Via, they are allowing only seven. You love yards that big dude, game. don't you? Oh my god, both of them too. meet up. I do both too. Of them. And when yeah, the, I mean,
0: you butchered his name, but you love the guy, though, Peter right? Baya,
1: oh, I'm sure. Orvaluski, Vaya, <laughs> yeah, hell yes, I love him. 350 pounds of muscle and speed. He can move around. Hicks, 340 it. pounds. They can stop this dude, run it's game. Three
0: letters, dude. Vaya, Vaya. Damn it, I said Vaya, Vaya, yeah. Vaya. Yeah, I'll write that one down too. Yeah, you, you probably do. Really do love him, don't you?
1: Yeah. Oh, not anyway. Back to a point that I have right here, Jim. They are allowing only 70 yards per I, game. I have both a point as well, play. James. I What's can't that? believe
0: that you fucked up that guy's name that badly. <laughs> I can. It's
1: on par for the court. Again. Yes, Mitch always Trubusky. via <laughs>
0: I mean, I understand you messing up Trubisky, but Steepy, Vea.
1: Stipey, yeah. Stipey barely
0: like... at okay. times. There he
1: is, for... right there. See? Alvin and I playing alley-oop again. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I, if I the love when two you of throw them up, you
0: throw it up off the glass for Alvin to go and get it. That's a great. <laughs> All right, go ahead.
1: That would be the best uh, run defense in the NFL if the two of them were playing each week. 70 yards right there. That's what you got to do against this Browns running attack. Against the spread, the Browns are 5-21 and in their last 26 when rushing for less than 90 yards in their previous game. Bucks minus three in C-Town. Cleveland's got problems on defense. Go hire Vic Fangio to fix it on defense, but they're not going to do that. That's what they need to do, Jim.
0: They should do that. Listen, I've already told you that I did not want to talk about this game, but I will say this much. Jacoby Brissett probably convinced himself that he's no longer a Jacoby Brissett coming off that big game last week. But trust me, he is. And that's not a good thing. And the Browns are not a good team. Far from it. And... The Bucks, to me, head, are one of the sorrier divisional it. leaders I've seen in quite some time. Mm. They do just enough to win, and they will once again this week. They're not going to blow them out, but they will cover. I'll take the money. I'll take the old man bacon, and I will lay the points as well. Beautiful. Beautiful. See, it's that awesome. easy, head. You don't have to throw a bunch of meaningless stats and pull a bunch of shit out of your ass. <laughs> just say it, man. Just give them the picks. They don't want that uh, podcast doc. stuff, dude. They just uh, want the picks. They just want the picks. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is the go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. And right now, new customers can bet just 5 bucks on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everybody can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app And then place the same game parlay and combine multiple bets, like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win huge. So do this. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use my code BIGBETS. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code BETS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. All right, now here's a game. Here's a game, head, between two teams that I love and one team that you love, Bengals at Tennessee. Now, you yes. know I'm going to have a hard time with this one. Just as I know that you will not have a hard time, Cincinnati. because while I know that you don't have a ton of faith in Zach Taylor, zero, I know that you think that Joe Burrow walks on water.
1: Mm-hmm. What
0: is the DraftKings number? Zero. And since I already know your pick, just lay it out for everybody else.
1: Okay, the Titans are one and a half point home dogs against my Joe Burrow and his Bengals. Of course, I'm going with Joe Burrow and laying those points. I'm anticipating he won't have Jamar or Joe Mixon. That's not official right now, but... That's the way it's kind of leaning, especially with Mixon there. I think everyone is anticipating, though, a, red- a redemption game from the Titans after the Bengals ice their season last year. But how about uh, the bounce back from the Bengals' line here? In the playoff game, Joe was sacked nine times, which tied an NFL record. These guys are slowly playing better this past month, actually, and they're about average. And Burrow is facing the worst pass D in the AFC yardage-wise here. So if they could give him some time, he could beat them downfield. Yeah,
0: I, I like I know that fact. I know that number. I was going to use that number, but I, I find that really hard to believe. And I know it's true. They are the worst pass defense in the AFC.
1: Yeah, yardage wise. So it's a little, you know, mis uh leading. Is that what yeah. you're looking for? Skewed, misleading as well they, uh, because you can't run the ball against these guys. So you have to throw it around the yard all the time. Their yards are to at attempt are about average, but the yardage wise, it's a, the worst in the AFC without a doubt. You,
0: to quote you, head fair, fair. That's fair. yes. That's fair. Also.
1: The question is, can since he stop, of course, Derrick Henry now that he's healthier instead of the playoff game and that run game? On the season, only KC has a worse team run stop rate than the Bengals do, but they are better than that, and they also got that big guy, DJ Reeder, Another big hunter, uh, big fella with a lot of beef, 350 pounds right there, Jim. He will help against that run game. Against the spread, nobody has been better than Mike Vrabel's Titans. They have covered an amazing eight games in a row, but the Bengals have won 10 of 11 via a team with a winning record. Let's go with the legend of Joseph Burrow and the Bengals here. That's tough. And lay a point and a half, yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised
0: by your pick there. In in a way, Head, I actually hate this game. I hate this game because I love it so much. Two totally different teams. I hate it. And, yes, the Bengals are a hell of a lot more fun to watch. But, you know, I respect the hell out of the Titans. And I hate to sound like a broken record. But Mike Vrabel is a hell of a coach. Uh. Derek Henry is going to bludgeon fools. The Titans are going to keep it close enough to ask Ryan Tannehill to try to make a play or two and stack another dub. And Mm -hmm. both these teams, as you know, Head, Got off to 0-2 starts, and they have both been lights out since. Mm -hmm. And to your point, they actually both have been great against the spread in their Mm -hmm. last eight games. Like I said, I hate the game because I love this game so much. Normally, I do not bet against the Titans. I will say this. To your point, you can throw on them. Mm -hmm. Even though they did sack Burrow nine times in that playoff game last year, you can throw on them, and that is not a good thing if you're going up against a team that likes to throw the hell out of it, especially if there's a chance. I know you said no, but there is a chance they get Jamar Chase back. And even if they don't, I'm still going to take them. Again, you can throw on the Titans, and that's not a good thing. If the team throwing on the Titans is the Bengals, I will take the Bengals as well on the same page. All right, now, this one Mm -hmm. seems like kind of a no-brainer, but you and I both know the no-brainers are the ones where normally we get our brains beaten in. (laughs) I've got thoughts on Chargers v. Arizona, but before I share mine, I will take yours, starting with the number, what is it, and which way are you going with this?
1: Chargers are the minus four-and-a-half favorite on the road here. I'm going Bolts. Arizona looks broken as hell to me. I assume Call of Duty Kyler will be back this week, but they are just ass on offense here, Jim. A team with Kyler Murray has zero explosiveness to them, zero. They average the least yards per pass play on on offense in the NFL, and they throw it around the yard 40 times a game, which I I like.
0: Dude, I'm sorry, but how is that possible? I I, I hate to say this, but Kyler Murray – With all those weapons, and DeAndre, and they're the least explosive team offensively in the NFL.
1: With all those freaking weapons out there too, and especially with DeAndre back and playing, going to cost somebody. Yeah, so
0: it won't be me. Yeah, unless I bet them again hmm it, it, will, it I'll will let you know yeah i'll okay. let you know i'll let you know in 10 minutes when your analysis of this game is over <laughs>
1: i'll cut it in half right here but the 40 times a game that helps us for the or charges here, it.
0: considering
1: what up, their struggles what up, Trevor, or double it oh can we get some trevor alvin real trevor. Quick? look double. for that real trevor's quick trevor's yeah.
0: made an incredible comeback double. on our podcast hasn't he yes he has it's like two or three weeks in a row you and know I love play some uh, you know double safe it. things but at you least be- oh, excuse, <laughs>
2: me. Strong- Ooh, excuse me let the show you gotta do
0: that again thank you ever again Go ahead. <laughs> oh, he's the
1: best.
0: Actually, dude, I'm the best. Double yeah, outside I, of you. I've not been giving yeah. myself enough credit lately. I'm the best, actually. 1A is Trevor Price. Okay, Let's there go with you.
1: that one. 1A right there. So the 40 times a game that they're throwing, it, it helps us because the Chargers um, can't stop the run. So I like that a lot. They also can't tackle. But the good news is the Cardinals cannot break tackles either. Get this number. It could be wrong, but it was pro football focus. James Conner is breaking a tackle every 96 attempts. So, I I mean, (laughs) they're just not running the ball at all.
0: How is that possible?
1: I, I don't know. I... I mean, those those guys are never wrong,
0: but how is that possible?
1: I don't know. Well, I mean, he just doesn't run through contact. He sees a lot, but he has some – it goes back to the whole theory of how are these guys not moving the football. I don't get it. Add the fact that their uh, offensive line is banged up, too. That helps Chargers because they're banged up defensively all over, really. The cards on defense, they allow 27 points a game with a bad secondary, which is great for Justin Herbert right here, regardless of who he has on the outside. L.A. is also coming off a game where they allowed Mahomes uh, to go for 492 yards offensively. So they could be motivated. Big game for them. They're standing at 5-5 five and five against the spread. Clifford is really, really good right here as an underdog, 22-12-2. But the Bolts. All right, perfect. Five and zero on the road this season. Chargers minus four and a half.
0: I don't know, man. This thing, this this is a real mind bleep to me. This matchup. Like Mm -hmm. the Cardinals are really, really struggling. Struggling. Mm -hmm. And it seems kind of crazy. Check this number out. I feel like every time I play the Chargers head. Because I really do like them a lot. But I feel like every time I play them, it bites me in the ass. Yes. However, <laughs> I must not play them on the road because they are a perfect 5-0 and o against yes. the spread on the road. Mm-hmm. And they've got Keenan Allen back. And mm-hmm. they're playing a Cardinals team that is ripping apart at the seams. As you point out, they're broken. They mm-hmm. had their faces broken by Frisco and Mexico City. Furthermore... They're just two and nine against the spread in their last 11 games. That's the number I have, despite what you just said about Cliffy. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if Kyler Murray's going to go or not. Maybe he will. But I'm supposed to believe that it's all going to come together and they're going to get right against the Bolts. You know, it seems to me this should be one of the easier picks of the I week. Know. <laughs> but then again, that always tells me run as fast as you can the other way. Like uh-huh. the whole thing is enough to make even your gigantic dome spin, Head. You know what? You know what? What's that? Nothing. Chargers Nothing. minus, is the number four? Four and a half. Four and a half now? Yep, four and a half now. That's yep. fine. Chargers okay. minus four and a half. And I will say this. Chargers minus four and a half. I'm with you, but if the cards take our money, you have my permission to get on a plane, come to my house, I will give you my address, and stab me in the heart with a butter knife. <laughs> uh. Let me tell you something. I- I'm not even kidding. Austin Eckler can bench a bus and squat a house, and those sons of bitches are not keeping him out of the end zone. Show me the charger is minus 4.5.
1: Damn straight, butter knife. Here
0: we go. Or stab me in the heart with a butter knife. <laughs> and a spork. All right, so finally. Disturbed his back. Reprise Records' Divisive is the eighth studio album from two-time Grammy Award-nominated band Disturbed, and it's out right now. The band that brought you down with the sickness, Indestructible, and Sound of Silence is back with Divisive, featuring the band's 15th number one single at rock radio, Hey You. Divisive pulls no punches as a precise, pummeling and powerful hard rock opus and finds Disturbed at their most dynamic, defiant, and dangerous. The album also notably marks the first time the band included a guest feature on an album boasting the epic emotionally charged duet Don't Tell Me with Ann Wilson. Love it. Get heavy with Disturbed for their next album, Divisive. It's out right now. Uh Finally, here we are. Jets. I mean, how weird is this? Jets. Jets v. Chicago. And now we finally know. I thought that when we sat down to do this, we would not know who was going to start at quarterback Mm -hmm. for the Jets, but we now know it is not going to be Zach Wilson. Not only is he not starting... Homeboy's not even dressing. I know. Well, you want to talk about a bad week. So what do you, first of all, before you break it down with all your analytics, what do you make of the decision not to start him and in fact not dress him? And then what is the latest number? Because that thing keeps moving.
1: Yeah, I think it's done for Wilson in New York. That'd be two top three quarterbacks drafted in a five-year span who Dude, you are think he's not done? going to. You think I do. he's done? You think I think done? he's done. I don't done. think he's got the demeanor. Now, not his career maybe. Maybe he could take the Geno Smith path and, and learn and be better down the road. But in New York, the way this guy handles everything, he is so off, he, he does not get it. And not only how he uh, reacted against the Patriots after losing those guys, before the game, to be so focused on the media instead of the actual opponent I mean, this guy is showing signs all over of entitlement, not getting it. So I I think he's done in New York. I don't know how he comes back. All the things you're
0: known for. Exactly. Not getting it. Entitled. Rich, entitled, spoiled, lack of accountability. Never having to work for it. There we go. Yeah, all right. Silver things. spoon in his mouth. <laughs> all, all those things you're known for, head.
1: <laughs> That's the big
0: head right okay. there. That <laughs> yeah. is the big head. <laughs> That's the big head. The big so silver strong. spoon <laughs> in the big head's face. <sighs> big big so
1: right the face. number here for the game, it was at 4-5. or five. This is how much Vegas thinks of Zach Wilson. It's now at 5-5. Five, five. So minus jet, the Jets minus 5-5 right. right, 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 right. at hey, home. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Heads right. up. Here comes a bad word. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up with that. Are you kidding me? Listen to yeah. what you just said. What Okay, when they thought that he might play, what was the number? And what is the number now?
1: Jets minus four and a half. The number is now Jets minus five and a half, moving fast, fast to six, but you can still get minus they're five and a, a half They're a bigger right
0: favorite with Mike White than with the second pick overall, Zach Wilson. What? Yes,
1: because wow. they know the Jets locker room is going to bounce back from having this freaking wet blanket. So that's the way they're playing this whole thing. And honestly, Jim... I think the Bears should follow suit and bench Justin Fields, not because he's ass, but because of fear of his life. Like Danny Dimes, you said earlier, this dude is getting his ass kicked on the weekly. Now he's been the most sacked quarterback in football, and he's also ran the ball 123 times. Uh, When you wave the white flag like they have, why not just put Fields down? Because when they traded their best defensive players, a funny thing has happened now. They have actually become shittier on defense. Over the last three games, the Bears are giving up 31 points a game. funny how that works,
0: right? Who would have thought?
1: Yeah, funny, crazy how it works. Worse than the NFL, 31 points per game. And whether it's Justin, which it probably will, but his shoulder is jacked up. Whomever is playing against the Jets, D, they're going to have to make some throws. The Bears run an NFL high, 59% of their uh, plays, an average 5-point Four yards per attempt, but that Jets defense is good against the run. They will stop that. You have to throw the football against the spread. Receipts, Rob. His team's bounced back. They're four and zero in their last four, following an against the spread loss. And the Bears Oops. are three and 13. 3 and thirteen in their last sixteen road games versus a team with a winning record. I'm taking Mike White now and the Jets minus five and a half.
0: Better lock that in before that goes to eight or I, something. I just hit it. Hey, let, let me say this. Uh, in, in terms of receipt-keeping Rob, I like the way he's handled this. I really do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what I like about this, what I don't like about this. I like that. I like the way he handled it. What I don't like, and I'm glad that this is the way this is going, there was all this nonsense earlier in the week about how, you know what, you got to cut Zach some slack. Zach mm-hmm. was a young player. Zach said something in the heat of the moment. Don't come in or go hard on Zach. Because blah, 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 blah. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's garbage, all right? Don't mm-hmm. tell me. Garbage. That that's what that was. That was him being totally self entitled and a spoiled brat and not accountable and not responsible to anything. Say all you want about that quarterback class. There was nobody else in that class that would have said any of that, acted like that. Mm-hmm. It, that's not what that is. That's not. He's young and he said it. heated the moment. This guy was talking shit before the game. Mm-hmm. All right. So th- this is not surprising to me at all believe me if this were true right if for all those things he would still be starting and not drop to number three on the depth chart and not allowed to dress so that's Mm. not what that was that really started to aggravate me that people were saying that about him so I think the coach handled it the right way in terms of Justin Fields in fact by the way I know you want to shut him down And I know he's banged up, but he actually did exactly what Zach should have done. He apologized to his team. He apologized to his defense. (laughs) This guy's out there playing his ass off, and he's playing hurt, and he's the one calling a team meeting to apologize. And according to reports, they wouldn't even let him. They wouldn't even let him finish. Like Carrying
1: his team, yes. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Like, we're good with you, dude. Mm -hmm. We're good with you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry Mm -hmm. about it. So I like the way... That Salah handled that. I I would disagree with you. I'm not going to go as far as to say that this guy's Jets career is already over, but I think it does hang in the balance. And if he does not respond the right way, then I would agree with you. Because again, he's making Sam Darnold look generational. If the number is five and a half, I've got a feeling that they're going to rally around White is going to have them ready. They're going to send a message. The Bears are beat up. I'm with you. I will take the Jets. Beautiful. I will lay the points. But, man, what a horrible week for Zach. Horrible. Horrible. All right, so there you go. Head. How about
1: the game right before Justin Fields, too? He gets benched and might be at the end. The guy they could have taken over him. Oh, Dude. Jets fan.
0: Jets fan, it, and it was so good two weeks ago, wasn't it? Or three oh weeks my ago?
1: Oh gosh, big time! It's like John Elway worked himself back in the draft oh or something.
0: Time, time to me. see Mr. Rome. Oh. Get him up, horse face! Come on, come on! <laughs> the jungle Tourette's dude is so out of control. Thank you to John it's Elway. So it's, it's so bad, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how. Anyway, I don't even want to get into it. Listen, let's Correct. let's run it back. We okay. got a big holiday weekend coming. Take your time. Seven games right there. I've got the Pro Football Doc coming up momentarily. But who do you have?
1: Detroit plus ten at home against Buffalo. War Rick and Buffalo. Love you, Rick and Buffalo. Me too. Yes. Great caller. Da- great great caller. great caller. Great caller. Dallas. War Rick and Buffalo. Thank you. Love it, Alvin. Thank you very much. Right there. Dallas minus nine and a half at home against the New York Giants. Thank you. The Bengals. Joe Burrow minus one and a half at Tennessee. Bacon and the boys Tampa Bay minus three at Cleveland Tua, Mike McDaniel and the Miami Dolphins minus 13 versus Houston at home and uh, the Chargers minus four and a half at Arizona on the road. The Jets have now moved to minus five and a half versus Chicago, but we're going to take the Jets and lay those points
0: head you did it great job excellent hustle on a short week i know that kind of jacks with your mojo and your system but to your point we did this once earlier and we hit it hard and we did well so let's get it again and you know i'd love to give you a little bit of space and let you enjoy your thanksgiving day tomorrow (laughs) but i won't i'll hit you up during the games so i can talk some shit and we can connect all right love it can't wait nice job thanks jim Time now to chop it up with the pro football doc, Dr. David Chow, former team physician with the Chargers, also an orthopedic surgeon and the man responsible for Sports Injury Central. Well, he and Craig Dato and a bunch of other medical people and NFL legends. Doc, what's going on? How are you doing besides killing the game and getting people paid, Doc?
2: Well, we're doing fine. Get looking forward to we're pre-Thanksgiving right now. Obviously, a nice Thanksgiving with uh, three football games and look. Uh, hopefully, we're continuing to share some good information to to help people out.
0: You've had tremendous information thus far. I expect more of the same. So why don't we jump right into it? Speaking of Thanksgiving, for instance, Doc, the Big Head and I both took the Dallas Cowboys. We laid the points against the Giants. Listen, I am no surgeon like you, but I don't think I need a medical background, Doc, to know that the Giants are jacked up physically. Now, you and your team have metrics, and you've got algorithms for this type of thing. What is the sick differential on this game compared to the point spread itself, and then which way would you lean because of it?
2: Well— There's no question Dallas is the healthier side over the the Giants. It's 85-3 versus 77.1. And I don't know when you and Head got on this, but we were saying Sunday from the war room, uh, take the Cowboys because the line opened at 7.5. I know people who got it at 8. It's now 10. Why? Because it's been now confirmed. Wandale Robinson, the ACL tear. Uh, there's really no healthy wide receivers except for maybe Kenny de Galladay and I'm not sure that he's healthy and then of course offensive line issues and at one point during the game on Sunday the Giants were down five cornerbacks they were using a safety at corner currently headed into the Cowboys game they're down three of their top corners with a Dory Jackson with the MCL sprain out four to six weeks Aaron Robinson already out etc so Look for Dak Prescott. If you're looking for a parlay, I think it's a little bit depressed from normal, but I would agree with what you guys did with Dallas from an injury perspective.
0: All right. Interesting. So to answer your question, I did not hit that as early as you would suggest that I wish I had. Let me ask you really quickly, Doc. What about Michael Parsons? How effective do you expect him to be after he got kind of dinged up against the Vikes?
2: I think he's gonna be effective. And you know, the key there is he actually stayed in that blowout game at forty to three, right? So uh it didn't look too bad. I think he's gonna be fine, even though it's a short turnaround. And yes, that factors into things as well. And also Zeke Elliott, a week healthier on his
0: so, also in terms of the Chargers, I always mentioned, Doctor, you're the former team physician for the Chargers. The Chargers are favored against the Cardinals, understandably so. However, which of these two teams is healthier right now? And then, what's an interesting play for you regarding that matchup?
2: Yeah, well, you know that's the one miss we had last week. We thought Kansas City would uh, cover, and they didn't. Uh, the rest, the other three, were good from 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 my perspective in uh, winning, but the chargers, you know, there's no way Mike Williams is going to play this week. Keenan Allen, you know, still not hundred percent, although he did pretty well against Kansas city, Arizona has offensive line issues. The chargers have significant defensive line issues. Both squads are banged up. Both squads are banged up on the offensive side of the ball. You might want to look at in that one, based on the lack of offensive health for both teams, look at the under in that contest.
0: All right, so the under, that's an interesting play right there. Now, here's a game, Doc, that the head and I did not hit on, and it kind of makes me laugh because you have done so well in fading the Ravens pretty much the entire year because they've been pretty much banged up the entire year. I'm really curious. I have to hear, what is the sick differential between the Ravens and the Jaguars this week, and then what does that tell you about the matchup? What's that number?
2: That number, sick differential between teams, is point. Really, 15.7. Wow. 15.7, Jacksonville over Baltimore. And I don't want to jinx ourselves, but uh, to date, when there's been a 15-point differential, the, the six-picks mm-hmm. and six-scored winner is 4-0 and so far this season with 15 points. There's two of those this week, and Jacksonville is one of them. They're home, home to underdogs getting four points. All they have to do is keep it close. Now, Baltimore's been winning. They're just not covering since they're not fully healthy. And they've still got the running back issues. Ronnie Stanley retweaked his ankle. There's a a host of defensive issues still. They're still a relatively banged up side. They're getting healthier, but still not all the way there. And Jacksonville is relatively healthy.
0: All right, so no guarantees, but that's an amazing stat right there. When it's 15 or more in sick differential, you're 4-0 overall. So what you said there's two games like that. Which is the other matchup that has that?
2: (laughs) And we talked about this last week. Uh, You know, we talked about the, quote, junk game of the Las Vegas Raiders visiting the Denver Broncos. And there we, you know, hit the under and hit the Raiders side. This time it's Denver at Carolina. And that has the biggest sick differential of the season so far. It's 89.3 against 66.8. So uh, well over 20-point sick differential. Carolina is getting a couple points. They have a new starting quarterback in Sam Darnold. Their defense is healthy. Denver's issue is they still have some linebacker issues. They've had a quarterback issue, of course, running back issues in health, offensive line issues. Uh, Jerry Judy did not practice again. We don't think he's going to play. Uh, that's why Denver is the much more injured side. I get it. It's not sexy, Jim, but The money's green there, too, for Carolina over Denver.
0: Let me tell you something, Doc. I I was going to say to you, that game just got a whole hell of a lot more interesting to me. It's gotten very sexy. In fact, Brett Bielamo would say it best. It's borderline erotic to me now that I have that number. I love that. All right, Doc. That's really good information. Is there anything else? I know it's early in the week. We're trying to get in before the Thanksgiving games. Is there anything else that's interesting to you? Any prop bets? Anything you're looking at?
2: Well, there's certainly some prop bets. We mentioned a little bit uh, the, the, the injured defensive backfield, that Prescott over passing yards. That's a little bit depressed. That's for a Thanksgiving game. Uh, it might be a score fest in Buffalo against Detroit, as uh, Buffalo still has their DB issues, and uh, Detroit has not been great on defense all season. There might be some scoring in that game. But uh, it's still early week. We don't even have the Wednesday first practice reports yet. So our numbers will get finalized. Uh, the rest of this week and by Friday. So I would encourage your listeners to go to SICscore.com. S- uh, Friday afternoon, late afternoon, we'll have everything finalized for the Sunday games. Things are basically finalized right now for the Thursday Thanksgiving games. And looking at, look at the field views. We don't hide anything. Everything is free on the site. If you want the picks you know, yourself and not look at any of the data, there's a small charge for that. But otherwise, everything's completely free including if you give us an email, we'll send you a newsletter with some of this information on Saturday and early week, so that you can get in some early lines, but also prepare for Sunday on Saturday.
0: Hell yes. I love that. You said it best for me. I was going to say the site itself is free. You can get there and get all the information you want. If you're good at that sort of thing and you want to do the work, the site is free. It's all free. But if you want the picks, there is a nominal fee. There's a small fee. If you don't want to do the work, that's fine too. Doc, really appreciate it. Great stuff. Have an amazing weekend. And I know we'll run it back next week too. Thank you. And once again, thank you so much to all of you for listening. If you like what you hear, it would be just awesome if you could hit that subscribe button and leave a nice, fat five-star review as well. It does help tremendously. And speaking of fat, hope you all get fat on Thanksgiving Day. Hope you all get paid this weekend. And then we can all get together and run it back next week as well, right here on Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. Peace, y'all.